author said, straight ahead, not to delay or be misled. I should have heeded her advice, but he seemed so nice. And he showed me things, many beautiful things, that I hadn't thought to explore. They were off my path, so I never had dared. I had been so careful, I never had cared. And he made me feel excited, well, excited and scared. Hi, everyone. It's from Ro Phyllis, the Grammy and Tony winning hit and the beloved production of Stephen Sodheim's radiant, enchanting, and priceless revival. I'm talking about Into the Woods, and we are thrilled to have joining us today, Little Red Riding Hood, also known as Katie Garraday. <laughs> Welcome, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Oh, this is awesome. How's the tour been going? It's been great. I mean, every city's so different, but we've been received so warmly, and People really seem excited to get to see this story on stage and it's been lovely. Yeah. So the story is definitely, I was just talking to somebody, the story is the production's a lot different than the actual movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not as scary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think there's so many things that on film are just going to read a different way. And um, in the movie, I think they can be a lot more literal with some of the dark stuff that happens in Act Two. And in this, the stage version, it's a little um, more leaving it up to your imagination and a little more artfully done, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does pack a punch emotionally in the second act, but it's very funny all around, which is lovely. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. So the show is really a combination of fairy tales meeting in one world. So tell our viewers a little bit more about that, what what they're going to expect to say. Yeah, um, it, the story kind of centers around a baker and his wife who are figuring out they have a spell on them, which is the reason they haven't been able to conceive a child. So they go to the witch who cast the spell on them. And basically she says that if they bring them or bring her these four objects, she'll undo the curse. And one of them is um, a cow as white as milk, which is Jack and the Beanstalk's cow. Um, cape is red as blood, which is obviously Little Red's uh, cape. Right. And uh, hair as yellow as corn is Rapunzel's hair. And slipper as pure as gold is Cinderella's slipper. So there's so many fairy tales that we know, and they kind of all start colliding as they start to undo this curse. And then at the end of Act One, it is the happily ever after that we know and love. And then in Act Two, we explore what happens after that. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is so. When you were growing up, did you have a favorite uh, fairy tale? Um, I mean, Little Red has always kind of been up there. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I've done Into the Woods many times growing up. So I started acting professionally when I was a young kid. Right. And the first time I played Little Red was actually 20 years ago when I was nine. Um, so she's she has been and this show has been such a large part of growing up. And there's so many lessons to learn. So I feel like I was kind of taught how to be, you know, a, a good person throughout Into the Woods in my whole life. And now being able to do it on Broadway and now take it all over the country is amazing. Totally amazing. You know, was that the one I saw one of your recent posts on TikTok that you mm-hmm. were playing Little Red Riding Hood? Yeah. Was that when it was? Yeah, it was It was 20 years ago on April 8th. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know, I know. It's, it's wild. That- I mean, that's like full circle moment. Oh, yeah. 
And like my, my first teachers that were the ones that cast me in that first production, one of them showed up in Philly. No. Um, yeah. To see it. So he like FaceTimed me right under the marquee and I burst into tears and it was, yeah, he's great. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then did yeah. you ever think that you would be, you know, doing it on Broadway in the North American tour? I mean, Wow. No, I I, right. mean, I maybe I thought that way when I was you know younger, but I yeah. at some point I just thought that I aged out of this part because she's a little kid, right? Not so I thought right. that I was just too old. Um, but no, it's been a lovely a lovely way to come back to, and I feel like every iteration has kind of led me through this one, but it doesn't feel infantilizing. I still feel like the grown up that I am. Yeah. But that all of the past uh, productions are kind of like shadows that I hear around me, which is incredible. That is incredible. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know if everybody knows that you made your Broadway debut in Groundhog Day. I did. Of course, is the infamous story of, you know, Phil who gets stuck in the same day over and over and over. So has there ever been a day that you wish that you could actually repeat Oh, um, I've had some really fun theater ones, like yeah. doing, doing the Tonys over and over again would be lovely because wow. that's one of those where, you know, it's such a wild day and there's so many things that you can't, you don't have enough eyes to look around at everything right. happening. Um, and I would have been able to love to like explore some of the other parts of the building, see some of the performances. So that would have been cool just to have more than one me to be in separate places at once, essentially. Right. Um, but also opening uh, Into the Woods that first day that we opened, or at least the replacement cast in September, yeah, um, was a pretty unbelievable day that I'd love to live again as well. I had some, yeah. my friends really showed up that night and I was not expecting it. And it was really, yeah. I mean, oh. they all asked if I wanted them to come and I said no, which is how I felt. Right. <laughs> I've never <laughs> replaced on Broadway. So I'm like, just give me a couple to feel like I've done this, like, don't come to the first one. And there was like 30 of them. So they didn't listen to me at all, but it was, wow. yeah, it was a very cool night. That is, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Do you have a ritual that you do now when you're, you know, before you go on or yeah. Um, I, I always need to be caffeinated in some way or another. Um, yep. A little bit skips around for at least an hour and a half of right. 45 minutes. So that requires caffeine. Right. Um, <laughs> right. So making sure that that's happened. But um, I'm kind of a uh, little red is a little bit of a loner in act one. So I don't really get to see anybody unless I'm acting with them on stage. So I'm kind of the one that gets to the theater earlier and then I'll like bebop and say hi to everybody just so yeah. I feel like I've experienced them as people. Yeah. So mine's more socializing than like actually ritual. But then I usually stand on the side and the band is on stage with us, which is so unbelievable. Um, and all of the musicians have started learning that they can like catch my eye at certain times. So really? now the, the musicians have like funny little quips that are happening, but in theory, they're not large enough for anybody to notice, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a little scary. Yet, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, you know, we talked a little bit um, off camera is that you're traveling the country. When you stop in different cities, because every city is different, yeah. when you stop, is there a favorite thing that you like to do and that's like special to that city? I feel like I um, I ask around a lot to, I have a lot of family and friends that are all over the country. So I usually ask everybody like, what is the local bar? Just because okay. I want to know, because you can feel so much of a vibe there, especially yeah. on, you know, a quieter weeknight to kind of figure out the locals and who they are and what 
the vibe of that city is going to be. So I'm big about that. Yeah. Um, and Do you then go also, in there and hang out. Yeah. And then also okay. on the opposite end is figuring out where everybody goes and gets their coffee in the morning. Right. So I kind of figure out like where people start and finish their day. And that is always really telling about the people and the place that you're at. You know, is there somebody that's been, you know, your biggest inspiration throughout your whole career? There's probably been quite a few. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've had some some really unbelievable uh, teachers along the way, and I I definitely have to credit them, especially now that I, I teach as often as I do now. I really realized that they were building this like really strong armor around me that I wasn't even aware that I was wearing until the first time somebody tried to like, you know, throw a rock at it and it just didn't, nothing happened. So it's, I think my teachers have led me. I know that's not quite inspiration, but they've definitely guided me through this. Um, But then I get really inspired by students and when somebody that is you know, younger or maybe greener than me is like really standing up for something that they believe in. I find that to be so inspiring as well. So I feel like I look more to my sides and to whom is behind me more than the people that are in front. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. And that's awesome. You know, I know that you got a busy night and Mm -hmm. we cannot wait for opening night. Oh my gosh. Into the woods guys (laughs) is here for a limited time playing April 25th through May 7th at the Nederlander Theater. And I'm telling you right now, you better snap up those tickets because they're going (laughs) fast. Well, we can't wait to see you. I will see you on press night. Thank you again, Katie. Thank you for having me. What you do, that's the point. All the rest of it is chatter. Look at her, she's crying. If the thing you do is pure in intent, if it's meant and it's just a little bent, does it matter? Matter.